G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Hey, Ros, let's get straight into this topic, this euthanasia bill in South Australia. People are thinking of voluntary euthanasia in South Australia. Now, this is an interesting little connection in the way that we might think of a dying kangaroo that's been hit by a car. Uh, What's the whole story with that image emerging in South Australia? Well, uh, Neil, I was interviewed on ABC Radio a couple of nights ago, and that was the opening uh, illustration by the host, Peter Gers. He said, uh, um, if we were driving along in a car uh, in the outback or not-so-outback in South Australia, um, there are lots of kangaroos jumping across the road, and if they hit your car uh, and they're in agony, you know, in their death throes, you'd stop and you'd get a rock and you'd try and put them out of their misery. And why can't we do that with people who are suffering unbearable pain, put them out of their misery? Well, I thought that was an extraordinary example. And uh, I said, uh, Peter, I'm so glad you're not a kangaroo. And if you happen to be uh, crossing a road and bump into my car and be badly injured, um, I wouldn't want to kill you. I'd want uh, pain relief, palliative care, and possibly your injuries could be healed. I mean, people are precious and uh, very different from kangaroos, but that's the way people are thinking these days. Well, Roz, it's a voluntary euthanasia bill. The interesting and important facet to raise with this particular bill is that it is at a second reading mostly a voluntary euthanasia bill when they do rear their heads, usually get to a first reading, but this is important and significant because a second reading, I think these sorts of bills don't normally get this far. Oh, yes, they do. Okay. First reading, Neil, in a parliament, certainly in Australia, just means they introduce the bill and give copies to all the MPs. That's all it is. And in the second reading stage, MPs can give speeches about the principle of the bill, uh, whether they completely oppose it or maybe they think if a few amendments might help, they can say so. The second reading, if it passes, allows the bill to proceed to the committee stage where the MPs go through each clause separately and say whether they like it or not. And finally, the bill reaches the third reading, which is the critical stage where they vote on the bill maybe in an amended form. And then, in most states except for Queensland, it goes to the upper house, which has to go through the same process. So there are lots of safeguards in most parliaments. The sad thing about Queensland Parliament is that uh, there's only one house, and uh, whichever party has the government, even if it's only by one or two seats, Uh, they get to pass everything they want without anybody reviewing it. But in South Australia, a lot of voluntary euthanasia bills have passed the second reading but have been knocked out at the third. 
Okay, now there are some special elements to acknowledge about this particular bill. Uh, As I understand it, Ros, terminal patients would be given a prescription for a lethal drug to take at home for use at some future time. Uh, There's obviously problems with that. Oh, a huge number of problems. You can imagine if you've got a, um, a dose of poison sitting in your cupboard and you don't think you want it, but you can imagine what other people might do with it for a start. Secondly, once you're home, you're subject to pressure from relatives who might want to inherit. Who knows? Um, there's no supervision, no safeguards there. But uh, that's in this bill. And even Steph Key, who is sponsoring the bill, admitted on Monday night to Peter Gers that she wasn't entirely happy with that, but she said, you know, other people wanted it, so it's in the bill. Okay, the potential for abuse, very significant. What about some concerns that have been raised uh, on issues to do with the life insurance industry? Well, they're very upset because, according to the bill, the doctor who has... uh, assisted you to suicide by giving you a lethal dose, he has to fill in the death certificate and he's not allowed to say that you died from a lethal dose of poison because you were assisted in suicide. He says you have died from whatever underlying medical condition you had, which, of course, may not kill you for years. Um, So doctors are required by the bill to actually tell lies on the death certificate Uh, If you take out life insurance, I think every policy in Australia says that uh, suicide will void the policy if it occurs within 13 months of your setting up the policy or increasing the cover. But under this bill, suicide would not be admitted on the death certificate. So somebody could uh, go to their doctor, say, I want euthanasia, give me the lethal dose, Uh, arranged to have a very huge sum of life insurance and then within a few weeks uh, take the lethal dose but it would not be recorded on the death certificate and their family could um, get a lot of money after the the person who's died has paid out only a small amount of premiums. You you can imagine it could almost bankrupt, Um, well, certainly put... Um, insurance companies at a great disadvantage and they would have to raise the premiums for everyone. Okay, Uh, a lot of grey areas and undoubtedly the life insurance industry would be trying to oppose any form of voluntary euthanasia, particularly if it encourages doctors to lie. Uh, As you say, it opens Mm. a big can of worms. It does indeed. Uh, Ros, but even those things, they're not the most serious. I mean, I suspect that there are groups in our society who... Uh, would particularly be fearful of this idea of a voluntary euthanasia bill that allows these sorts of liberalities. And uh, one of those groups, and uh, often think of as uh, sometimes a vulnerable group in society, people who have a disability, uh, groups that are representing disabled people, they are opposing this sort of bill as well. Oh, very strongly. Um, Neil, I don't know if you ever watch ABC TV, uh, the Silent Witness program. It's a series of, um, well, they're a bit like detective stories, but people who are 
forensic specialists in, you know, how people die and who did it. I don't, Ros, but I know that these sorts of programs can often raise the ethical issues in question. No, well, I'm thinking in particular of a disabled actress. She's very, very uh, clever, but um, she stars in this silent witness program as one of the researchers sitting in a wheelchair and lots of people know her. She is appalled by this particular bill and she has done a video, uh, it's on YouTube, saying how dangerous it would be for disabled people. She said, doctors already don't understand us. And uh, it's true that our disabilities will shorten our lives, so you could say they're a terminal illness. And you can imagine if this bill passes, doctors will be pressuring people with disabilities to go down the euthanasia route. And she said, instead of helping us live a much better life. And she's deeply concerned that there will be a big change in doctor-patient relationship. Ros, one of the big concerns too, and it's at that second reading stage in South Australia, is that there's little time for MPs to digest the implications of what all this means before Thursday's vote, tomorrow's vote. Well, yes, because there was a lot of concern about different aspects of the bill. So just a few days before the vote's due, this is um, tomorrow, um, Steph Key has circulated 13 pages of amendments. Now, how are MPs in just a few days going to look at those amendments and work out what they really mean? Um, it just really doesn't give time for proper consideration when they're asked to vote. So I'm asking for the bill to be withdrawn. I really think even those who support legal euthanasia should agree that it's a schmozzle and they should go back to the drawing board completely, withdraw the bill. Well, Ros, is there value in people today, as late as this is today, because there is a second reading tomorrow, is there value in people in South Australia contacting their local MP? There certainly is. Um, I would advise them to ring the office of their local MP. It's in the phone book or you can find it on the internet. Just um, Google the South Australian Parliament and then when you get to their website, you click on the members and find out your member and their phone number in their office. You don't need to talk to the MP, just leave a message with the secretary who answers the phone, tell them your name and address and ask them please vote completely against the voluntary euthanasia bill. That would be very effective. Well, Ros Phillips, always so good getting your very clear Christian analysis of what's going on in so many political contexts right around Australia. But South Australia is your home state. You are way uh, ahead of most people across the issues and making such a valuable contribution there. I'll point people to the website Family Voice Australia where you can find some more details and understand the issue uh, before those South Australian listeners uh, call MPs and just register their name and uh, number details and asking their MP to vote no. It's Family Voice Australia. It's fava.org.au. That's fava.org.au. Ros Phillips, thanks so much for sharing your heart with us and uh, helping us to understand this issue today here on 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported.
Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.